Hello, freaky babes. Coca here with a little announcement before we get started. We wanted to tell you about Ella Diego and their book that they're working on, Monstrous Desire, an analysis of erotic monsters in popular culture and media. Ella is looking for people who explicitly love and seek out erotic monsters, as well as anyone who has a passing interest in erotic monsters and media. If you'd like to get involved, there's a short anonymous survey that we'll link in the show notes. You can also find out a little more if you go to Monstrous Desire on TikTok. That's Monstrous Desire, all one word. Go check it out. Now, let's start the show. Rip it and rip it. Rip it. Shit. I started recording. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> I know how you be. Mm-hmm. So, hey, before we get started, you know, we just wanted to like address something uh, that was brought to our attention. Someone brought it up to us in a very kind way. We love them. The story was great. We read a story for a Mothman episode. It was uh, Judge Mortis was okay. the story, and it was the shorter one mm-hmm. where um, uh, the Mothman was more of like a bug Mothman-y kind of guy. Like that, a Muppet version yeah. of yeah. Mothman. Yeah. Which, Mothman, again, good, it's it. <laughs> yeah. Again, very great story. We, we love loved it. it. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. They kindly brought to our attention that they weren't notified that we were going to read their story on the show. And so we want to apologize for that. Uh, we probably should do our due diligence and be a little bit better about letting people know that we're going to read their material. This is on us. All our cryptic cupids, we love them. We want you to keep doing your thing. It is not your fault. It was on us. We didn't notify the OP. So we just want to put that out there. And again, thank you, Judge Mortis, for the wonderful piece. We want to do good by our monster fucker community. Mm-hmm. And so we just wanted to address that and put that out there and apologize. Yeah. Um, we, yeah. We've always put an emphasis on making sure that, you know, the writer's name is brought up, where their work can be found. Mm-hmm. We want these to be findable stories for people to enjoy. Absolutely. Um, and the next step on that is just obviously letting them know that it exists on our podcast and they can come listen to it. Um, right. And giving them opportunity to be like, no, oh, I don't want that. Please yeah, don't do yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Because, yeah, you know, not everyone wants to be on the podcast. You know, everyone Maybe. has a reason. That's I don't right. Know. I don't know. But I think everyone I, wants to be on the podcast. I mean, I, I mean, certainly do. I mean, <laughs> I think we, I, th- I would hope you're here every yeah, do week. Yeah, do you want to be on? Do you actually? Should we talk about that? <laughs> oh, it's done. No. no. The group broke up. No. No. So get the band back short, together. The candle burns so hot. <laughs> <laughs> so hot from both ends. From both ends. <laughs> Shit. Of course, all I thought of was a two-sided dildo when you said from both ends. Mm-hmm. Mm. I thought mm-hmm. of double penetration, but that's okay. I mean, we're all we're all living our own dreams. Yeah. Ass to ass. <laughs> ass to ass. Okay. Too right. bad the first time I saw that was in Requiem for a Dream. Yep. It really ruined that for a while for me. Yeah. 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 Requiem for a Dream ruined a lot of things for people. Hopefully mm-hmm. heroin. I mean, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of the purpose, I yeah. feel like. I, yeah. I think so. I did make the mistake of being high while I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, like, oh, no. oh, poor no. life choices. Oh no. Yeah. Anyway, I I will say that it does feel a little bit like that movie was in the same vein as like Reefer Madness. Absolutely. Where it's like mm. it is absolutely just designed to scare the shit out of you as much as possible about a drug. Not that I'm gonna get into it, but yeah. Anyway, mm. we're not yeah. gonna talk about that. Coco has. An actual cold open. Yeah, which isn't that cold anymore, but... (laughs) Yeehaw. (laughs) Yeehaw. Okay. All right. I thought it would be fun. I just was online, and I was thinking about um, the kind of universal problem of when you're writing a erotic scene, Mm -hmm. and you're like, all right, how many times can I say cock or <laughs> pussy before it feels like I've gone too far. Yeah, and you have to put cooter in there. And it, that is specifically what triggered this. Or member or cooter. Girth. Where I was like, all right, I'm going to look up, because this is kind of the sad thing that's happened now. As a society, we've become more comfortable with sex. Good thing. Mm-hmm. But it means that our writing is not nearly as stupid and ridiculous when it comes to describing a penis. Mm. Um, so uh, 
Yeah, what did, I, what did I say? Oh, this is going to be a list of peens and beans names. <laughs> peens and beans. Pe- Come on down to peens and beans. Peens and beans. Peens and be- oh, did you? I, oh, that was a lot of fun sounds that came out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> that weren't words. <laughs> that were not words. Um, y'all saw the place, the field, the next field trip that we're going to, right? That's oh, yeah. To the- <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm very excited about that one. I also saw that you sent it on every platform messaging yeah, I, I needed to make sure that you saw okay <laughs> i think i got the same message like five times by the end of it it was beautiful twice jim loves communication <laughs> i just need to make sure that you saw it biscuits and porn all biscuits right and porn. We're going. Is, we found a place called biscuits and porn and we need to go um yeah i always love going in those places anyway uh anyway okay so this guy jonathan green he's a lexicographer um, he created uh, or he worked out some very old uh, names for genitals uh, going back to like the 1360s and as far back as the 1230s. Anyway, so here are some fun ones. They're awful, by the way. I'm yes. just giving you a heads up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some are more fun than others, but here are some for some penises. We've got worm, basic, mm. iron, whatever, rudder, mm. pike, maypole, <laughs> spigot. Noodle, white staff, cucumber, and standing wire. Standing wire? Mm-hmm. Huh. These are the physically descriptive ones. There's going to be a whole thing. So also for testicles, we got pebbles, plums, bullets, nuggins. I love nuggins. <laughs> My, nuggins. <laughs> My nuggins. I'm so hungry for some nuggins. <laughs> <laughs> Nutmegs, tackle, eggs, jewels, and berries. We've all heard those. Yes. Uh, okay, so let's go with some more fun ones. Whimsical. For the penis, the silent flute. (laughs) 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 Yep, we're starting off strong. Hey, what do you play in the orchestra? Oh, I play the silent flute. Silent flute. (laughs) Do you just masturbate in the back? Um. Oh, hold on. Where'd it go? Okay, yeah. Uh, the gospel pipe. Okay. The glister pipe. Uh oh. Yeah, Mister Peasby. (laughs) Wait, what? These are all from actual like writing, and apparently Mr. Peasby was used as a euphemism for a penis. Um, and then like those, for testicles, we got whirly gigs, uh, Terry wags, and salda crackers. It just sounds Gross. like an old timey prospector. My whirly gigs, <laughs> whirly gigs, and who's it? What's Fiddle it's sticks whirly and whirly gigs. gigs. I tell you what, gotta watch out for silent. Okay, uh, now we're on to the bad names, like the lewd uh, oh. names for penises. Kidney wiper. Uh, <laughs> liver disruptor. Uh, what? Um, cunt plunger. Wait. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm, I like that one. Okay. That, okay. The, the liver disruptor, like liver's pretty high up there. You have to have a big old wang. Yeah, to I get feel like. I think that's, that. that's somebody like trying to guts. sound real cool. Like, yeah, it's like that guy who's like, oh, I'm going to need a magnum, babe. Uh, but, but like back in the day. Better, <laughs> better watch your liver, honey. Watch yeah. your liver, babe. Uh, egg white cannon. <laughs> uh, yogurt spitting sausage. Oh God! Aww. Yep. Um, and apparently, thingamabob was originally used as a euphemism for a penis. Oh. Um, does it have gerschmeckel on there? Gerschmeckel. It's I, something I heard in a cartoon. It's like Yiddish, but yeah. I think it's. I didn't see to be it. Like your penis. I didn't see it. On Maybe there. I'm you saying it wrong. Well, it's also I kind of did some selecting because this list was enormous, so okay. I just kind of went Fair with enough. some fun ones. Enormous, like your liver disruptor. <laughs> Damn straight. My cut plunger. Watch, <laughs> out, cut plunger. watch out from a yogurt spitting sausage. Um, <laughs> Listen, I feel like that would actually kind of work in like the Woodbooker episode. That's true. Oh, yeah. Give me that yogurt <laughs> spitting sausage. Hot dog hunger, baby. Mm-hmm. Daddy. Mm-hmm. Them mm-hmm. big clapping cheeks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and then there's the appreciative uh, shaft of delight. Oh. Uh, staff of life. Okay. Candy cane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Champion. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. That just sounds like somebody. I call my dick champion. Um, oh boy. And then for testicles, diamonds, charms, and as good as ever twanged. <laughs> as, good as good as, as, as ever, ever twanged. twanged? Was it like a mouth harp? I don't know. I guess. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to move on to the beans. Uh, so these are the sentimental. As you can imagine, there's far less names for the bean, which is stupid. Hmm. Um, we've got Fountain of Love. Cupid's Warehouse, Ugh. Garden Ugh. of Delight, 
Seat of Love, Pleasure Palace, Love's Cabinet, Nature's Treasury, Harbor of Hope. <laughs> Is this and religious? <laughs> like, what's happening? Yeah, I mean, yes, most of these things are coming from, that's who was writing mostly, okay. but it, or <laughs> who wasn't getting burned, I should say. Uh, and then Venerable Monosyllable, which I absolutely hate. It's just terrible. How does that, what does that even fucking mean? I don't know. Uh, okay, so these are a little more fun. There's Spitfire. Okay. Trench, Snatch Blade, apparently got later shortened to Snatch, uh, Nethermouth. <laughs> Wait, this is beans? No, this is this is vulvas, it vulvas. sounds like. Oh, that, oh, that's why I was so fucking confused. I was clit. like, this is I, very- I Beans is in clit. That was ween, weans and beans was clit. I'm sorry, I not balls. I thought beans was balls. <laughs> I've been so fucking confused this That whole makes time. sense. That makes sense. I should have clarified okay. my nonsense. Um, yeah, <laughs> Nethermouth and, okay, so this one kind of hurts. Jack Nasty Face. <laughs> okay. Maybe yeah. you don't deserve none of my Jack Nancy. Right. I mean, I don't have one, but. Jack, you know, Nan- some other Jack Nancy Face is much Jack more Nancy <laughs> Face. Yeah, I know. It's much nicer. That's what I'm just going to call it from now on. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, so these are some just fucking weird ones. Aphrodisical Tennis Court. <laughs> The Bat Cave, and, <laughs> and oddly, the Duck Pond. I don't. The Duck Pond. Yeah. What? <laughs> um. Oh, maybe like queefs. Making a, making a little. Okay. Still weird, but okay. Um, and then there's the Breakfast of Champions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like that one. Uh, and then the bakery themed section, which was very long. The golden don- donut, uh, muffin, hairy donut, and hoe cake. Hoe okay. cake. Okay. okay. I'm in my hoe cake era. <laughs> so we know that Cooter is definitely <laughs> Jim's favorite um, genital word. Do you have a favorite genital word? <sighs> I'm trying to remember them all. Or a least very, favorite. That was a very long, oh, it was my- a long list. It didn't have to be from that list. I just mean in general, in life. Honestly, I don't. This is unpopular opinion, but like, I don't like the word pussy. I think because it's so. One, it just like I have this like um, connection to like dude bros mm-hmm. saying shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Gross. But also like, I think like as a word, it's too liquidy. <laughs> there's too much liquid. It's like pussy. Like there's a lot of like moisture to that word. But that Sorry, is the this one is like some that... synesthesia <laughs> shit because yeah. of my bad brain. But but I mean, that's a good thing. <laughs> no, I know. I know in the in word theory, itself, yeah, just you, like it, the syllables don't feel good in my mouth. Mm. Mm. Unlike mm. the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I, I definitely love that. Uh, what do they call it? Harry Donut Hoe Cake. Hoe <laughs> <laughs> Cake's pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah there, there were some good ones on that list. My brain is blanking out except for the, the last section of bakery goods. Are you hungry, babe? Well, I've got some hoe cake here for you. I kind of like the Come tennis court snack. one that was kind of funny. That wasn't yeah. so much sexy as it was funny. I was like, tennis court? How is it like a tennis court? Just whacking back and forth, I guess. <laughs> that makes more sense for balls. Yeah. 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 Hmm. God. Just a lot. There's a lot. It's a lot. What? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if I would use those in any erotica I would ever write, but you know, I'm glad that we have that list now that exists mm-hmm. out there. There's there's better, more uh updated ones that probably are a little less, but mm-hmm. that that's what I was saying, is it's it just makes me a little sad that our world has lost the really flowery, stupid words that we've come up with for genitals because we get Although I, I do really enjoy every time that Griffin on Mobim Bam says privacy, it does make me laugh quite a privacy. bit. Privacy. My privacy. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Should we get into it? Yeah, what are we doing today? All righty. Who's fucking? Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Love at First Sighting. Sex, positive, kink, friendly, and thirsty conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse your back, your backyard? Yeah, mine. Just yours. <laughs> Traverse your backyard and mine um, in our imaginations. I am Joyce. My pronouns are she, they, and I am your resident cryptid researcher with the Monster Book Report. Joining me is Jim. Hey, yo, I'm Jim. I'm they, them, and I'm here to read monster porn for all you monster fuckers. Mm. Mm. Also joining me is Coco. 
Hello, I'm he, him, and I am dumb. <laughs> <laughs> young, dumb, and full of cum. Not that young. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm old, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> Either way, we love you. You're not old. No. All righty. So today, as I pull up my notes, we are talking about the Tickbalong, Tigbalong, or the Werehorse, among many other names we're going to get into. <laughs> I did not know there was a Werehorse oh, at all. Oh, I've baby. never heard of a Werehorse. Get ready. All right. Oh, boy. Today's nasty boy comes with us from all the way from the Philippines. Specifically, his habitat is the mountains and rainforests of the Philippines. Tigbalongs have been referred to as the Phantoms of the Mountains or Phantoms of the Wilds. The Tigbalong is a shape-shifting entity with various forms. Arguably the strangest is a half-horse, half-human hybrid. Other forms include hybrids of an old man monkey and something more ethereal and less tangible, kind of like ghosts and shit. Mm. From my research, it seems this cryptid can pretty much mimic anyone and can turn invisible at will, so it does what it wants. (laughs) Um, This is like the Superman of cryptids. A little bit. There seems to be a lot of like, they don't have many limits on their powers, it seems. Mm. Um, depending on your source, uh, Tigbalong um, are trickster gods, forest spirits, or the souls of trees. It's worth noting that specific trees and nature in general in pre-colonial Philippines were considered sacred, often used as shrines, especially the large ficus tree. Uh, indigenous Filipino people believed in animism, which is roughly the belief that everything has a soul, like mm-hmm. rocks, trees, blah, blah, blah. So that kind of plays into this whole thing. They thought everything had a spirit and a consciousness. There are other sources that liken the tick belong to creatures like satyrs, norms, 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 gnomes, (laughs) or goblins. Normie gnomes. You normies out there. To get a better sense of what this uh, little buddy looks like, they are described as a tall, thin humanoid with the head and legs of a horse plopped onto a human torso. Hmm. Think a minotaur, but with a horse's head. I see. Uh, instead of a bull's. Uh, many mm. sources also mention these creatures having disproportionately long limbs. So think like long legs, long arms. Like, ooh, like this is terrifying. Like a, <laughs> yeah, Slender Man <laughs> with horse head. Oh, no. I feel like, yeah, this is like, I thought that this was going to be centaur, but this is like reverse centaur. Exactly. Yeah. I try just... to explain it to someone. They're like, like a centaur. I'm like, no, more minotaur. Like, oh. Yeah, this is kind of making me think the leftovers of a centaur, (laughs) the the, like blanket of videos all over the internet of people wearing that horse mask and running around. Uh, Yes, yeah, (laughs) yes. But but now it's like a big buff. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, later on, he um, some people like to kind of make him look more like a daddy. The favorite pastime of our uh, daddy is to lure travelers into the forest, leaving them lost and afraid as it laughs a shrill laugh into the darkness. It is said to even gazing upon this entity causes illness, fever, headaches, and even blindness. There's a a weird trend with that, like looking at a thing and like going, quote unquote, uh, insane or having struggles. Seems like a weird thing, but... And despite this creature's penchant for torturing people, just a little bit, (laughs) it can be tamed. Uh, By some accounts, it is said that a tickbalong has a mane of sharp spines with three of the thickest of these of particular importance. Um, A person who can obtain one of these spines can use them as a talisman to keep the tickbalong as a servant. Hmm. Where's the spines at? Like the mane. Okay. Okay. The tickbalong must first be subdued, though. Uh, by leaping onto it and tying it with a specifically prepared cord. Mm. So I guess some kind of rope. Specifically prepared. Like, oh, okay. So it's probably like, like woven the right way. Or, yeah. 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 <laughs> the person must then hang on kind of like a buck and bronco while the creature tries to fly them through the air. And then if they are able to exhaust the beast, they can uh, make them subservient to them and, you know, not have to face their wrath. Um, <laughs> what if I want to? Yeah. Well, it doesn't sound like it's very nice. But yeah. Also, nice. just the horse face is really throwing me off. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. 
<laughs> look at look at them big daddy arms, and you kind of like you lift your gaze up, and you're like, oh, oh it's it's why the, the long uh, face daddy? It's a, oh no. <laughs> I'm just picturing that like shot that they do in movies where it like the camera like starts at the ass and slowly works its way up like oh muscle 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 and then that horse face just whips back like no. Um, I have some encounter stories for y'all. I know how much you love those. I do. Uh, One famous story of a Tigbalong encounter involves a boy from a farm community getting lost in a forest. As the boy was walking in the woods, he came upon a tall, eerie figure of a man. Eventually, the figure convinced the boy to take his hand as they went further into the woods, only for the man to leave the boy in a clearing deep in the forest. As the boy started to become overcome with a wild fever dream, he recalled a shrill laughter echoing in the distance. The boy <laughs> remained the boy remained dizzy and ill amongst the trees until his parents found him. Fortunately, the boy eventually recovered with his father convinced he fell victim to a tick belong. <laughs> uh, another story I found was passed down to a son from his father. The encounter occurred when the father was very young. In the story, after a few hours attempting to fall asleep, the boy could not sleep due to the sounds of dull thuds coming from outside. Just like a pantomime horse outside. (laughs) (laughs) Clomp, 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 clomp. The sounds began shifting to uh, back and forth around the house. Um, From what the boy could tell, everyone in his family was asleep. He tried to sneak out the back door to see what was making the sound, but his mother, who was still awake, sitting near the window, uh, stopped him and told him nonchalantly that he probably should stay inside. There's a tick belong outside. Uh, He begrudgingly obeyed his mother. The next morning, the boy woke up to find all his neighbors milling about, uh, and they saw a strange sight. Huge hoof prints, (laughs) each the size of ripe coconuts, littered each side of the house. The impression came in pairs and overlapped with each other. Each mark was several inches deep and filled with rainwater from last night's drizzle. And no one owned a horse in the area, and not even a thoroughbred bronco could make impressions that big. And it was clearly not a buffalo, since the hoof was not cloven in the middle. Um, The father that told the story also cited the fact that the impressions came in pairs, suggesting a bipedal creature left the marks. Well... That one's probably I'll, I'll I'm gonna cut that one because the <laughs> the um, a lot of animals walk in their own footsteps like uh, giraffes are none mm-hmm. or no no giraffes are the ones that are weird, um, but there's no camels yeah, are weird too aren't they I can't remember which ones are basically it's where both legs on either side move together I think yeah camels do that too yeah and it's they they'll actively step into their own footprint so it'll look like a um, oh my god I'm just <laughs> What are you doing over there? I spilled my drink and then I punched the table. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me try again. It'll look like there's only two footprints, but it's actually all four of them. And <laughs> We're on the and, struggle busted. <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't a take belong. I'm just saying. Mr. Skeptic over here. I think maybe llamas do that. I don't know. Something like that does that. Now, remember, these are like the impression of like horse hoof prints. Yeah. I mean, they're ancient horses. This could be cryptid, An- cryptic, like other type of cryptid, not like magical a, cryptid, but yeah, like an ancient horse that's still wandering around. Have yeah. you ever seen? Okay, this was this in the Philippines? This last one? Sorry. Yes. Okay. I don't. I, I thought horses were Middle Eastern, so I, I mean, I don't. We're, we're going to get to that actually. Okay. okay. Ancient horses are actually American. Oh. Yeah. All right. Huh. So another way we talked about, you can tame a tick belong, but you can also bypass it uh, by appeasing it, similar to the leshy. Uh, wearing your clothes inside out and asking for permission <laughs> to get through the forest uh, will grant you passage. Also, I, I oh. feel like the tick belongs just like this poor idiot. Yeah, all right, come on. <laughs> come on, dummy. <laughs> Why are your shoes on backwards? You dumb, I, got, dumb. I got you, babe. Just come on. Uh, also, they let you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Also, tick belong is easily offended by loud noises, so keeping your voice down, using your inside voice while traversing the woods can help you get through. Um, I feel like there's always at least one little section in a cryptid or like monster story in general. There's like one part where it's like some somebody added this to get their shits, their shits, their kids to shut up and just like 
they're just like, oh, I don't know if you know this, but Tigblog is going to eat all of your faces if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> and like, I, I've always wondered if like those are just little additives that have come along the way to like, I mean, it may not be true. It might just be that that seems smart if there's a scary thing in the woods, you shut up. But uh, I always feel like maybe there's these hidden little things in our our ghost stories that are to keep kids in line. Not, well, I'm not saying this disproves the yeah. The, no, I mean, I think here's the deal. Uh, whether a creature is fully fabricated or not, uh, the the stories of them and their, you know, just origins and stuff is told by people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we are not infallible. And also we are not unbiased. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which actually pulls into my theory bits. Oh, oh okay, um, go. So yeah, theory time. So we'll start with our non-believers, kind of what Coco was saying. So... Scholars seem to think that the story of the Tigbalong is a blend of Filipino beliefs as well as those of Spanish colonizers. Of course, there's also the pretty high chance of you know poor or purposeful mistranslation by uh, the Spanish. And we can't forget our friend, Christian influence. <laughs> no. Get him out of here. <laughs> Get on. Get. Um, and as Jim noted, uh, horses are not indigenous to the Philippines. Mm. It is fair to ask how an area that has no horses has a horse-headed cryptid. Uh, many cite the likelihood of Hinduism uh, practices in the region playing in the Tigbalong story. Specifically cited is an avatar of Vishnu who has a horse's head in a human's body. Mm. Uh, this iteration of the Tigbalong is nearly 4,000 years old, based on what I could find in my research. That's fucking cool. I can yeah. also imagine like if... It could be that situation where someone was explaining uh, like what it looked like. And then mm-hmm. the Spaniard was like, yeah, that's a horse. And like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like, oh, long, it's yeah, got a okay. long horses. face. Sure, 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 and sure. it's got a, you know, like hair coming down this way with spines in it. And I'm like, yes, yeah, it's, it's like a horse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that. I was finding my research like because th- this creature has been along for a, been around for a long time, but like different, I think influences and mm-hmm. like stories and things kind of like altered like how it looks yeah um you know well and it changes shape too so this is true it's a yeah. shifting creature it so it's not always like yeah maybe it saw a horse once and was like what a majestic oh, beast dope like, shit <laughs> i could eat so many apples <laughs> <laughs> could crunch fingers surprisingly like little carrots <laughs> clip clap motherfucker clip clap <laughs> Saw Mr. Ed and was like, dope. That's the sexiest oh. man I've ever seen. Mr. Ed, for uh, people who aren't ancient like we are. Uh, I didn't bring this up this time. I know, hey. it was Coco this time. It's a show where they put peanut butter in a horse's mouth and pretended like he talked. And his owner was named Wilbur. And it was a very popular show. It was incredibly it, popular. So for some reason, it's really weird. The premise is not that exciting. I mean, yeah, horse talking is wild, uh, but like the horse still did horse things. Yeah. Other I mean, this talk. was this was the same era as like Lassie and yes. it led to yeah. Flipper. And well, people were just obsessed with animals who can do stuff, do stuff. And yeah. that was pretty True. much it. Yeah. They were, and that led to movies where there's a. A ch- or a orangutan, 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 <laughs> orangutan, uh, orangutan. We <laughs> <laughs> get out my banjo. Um, the the one last um kind of non-believer theory is that the story of the Tick Belong was uh, inspired by the Spanish horse trade because the Spanish mm-hmm. colonized the Philippines and then brought horses, and then there was uh, there was also the theory that the Spanish maybe made up the story of the take belong to scare indigenous folks into, you know, being, uh, I don't know, letting them colonize them, I guess. I, um, well, I could see like you scare them so that they are l- wandering around less and like a little more nervous at night and, yeah. and things like that and give you free range. But you were saying that it was older than that. So that's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like that theory, theory, not a lot of people buy into it because the Tigbalong is so old. It's much older than yeah. when the Spanish came to the Philippines. I would believe it more that they changed it to a horse head to scare the Spaniards to make it more of like something mm. that they would know. I could see that. Because yeah. now if there's just like a loose horse in the woods at night, the Spaniard's going to be like, oh shit. Yeah. Tigbalong, <laughs> go get me. Go it, bite my butt. No, Tigbalong. not my butt. Um, <laughs> or he's like, hey, daddy. And you're like, no. 
But yeah, I, I kind of already covered believer stuff, but you know, uh, for spirit, be. cryptid, trickster god, ghost, devil, um, you know, and I think I mentioned this too, more recently, the Tigbalong has been making appearances in media mm. as more of a daddy. Um, <laughs> there is a Netflix series called Tresse, which is um, based on a comic book series, uh, features lots of like um, monsters for the Philippines. Huh. Um, and this does lead into my new, a new thing, the TTF, the oh, yeah. time to fuckable. Time to fuckable. <laughs> um, <laughs> that everything has a t- TTF. And well, I think the time is now. Yeah. Maybe. Clearly, we've hit the, the stride on most things now. This seems to be the era of TTF. The era of TTF. Um, which it does come from. Uh, I was watching a show, and I think this is a real term that people use, but it's a TTP, which is time to penis. Uh, and it's how, <laughs> how long someone will use a game mechanic to make a penis. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Love it. I uh, don't know if that's uh, genuinely a term used, but it was on a show and it made me laugh. And then I was like, you know what? That like later on, I was like, well, I wonder what the time to fuckable is for time these. I wonder if you can calculate it based off of like certain aspects. I feel like more human esque time yeah, to fuckables is way yeah, down. Like, yeah, rolls, yeah. Rolls, like if you were doing a mathematical top. equation like, yeah yeah the more like human parts it's got the the shorter the duration time this is gonna fuckable. be like mm-hmm. second generation like mentioned scary <laughs> now but, it's fuckable yeah <laughs> yeah um last thing i will say before turning over the gym is um big shout out to the uh oswong project it is a initiative to bring the stories of like the filipino cryptids to the world and like it's it helped my research greatly and i really appreciated it and there's some cool videos on youtube about all sorts of yeah. monsters from the philippines Fuck yeah but yeah it's really are, cool. uh, yeah how's that how's that spelled sorry uh a-s-w-a-n-g oswong oswong uh i am not good with some of these words <laughs> but do my best but yeah that is uh the tick belong cool dope hey. so is that um, uh <laughs> as much as it terrifies me to ask <laughs> uh, d- does it fuck does horse I, daddy fuck well uh in regards to horse daddy coco you need to ask joyce if horse daddy oh, fuck. joyce joyce does does horse daddy fuck yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say horse daddy do because joyce wrote today's I did. I wrote it. I did a cram session of writing, and I um, mm-hmm. what'd you cram? Some, yeah, this, something cram. <laughs> I churned this butter. Oh uh, boy, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wrote this one. <laughs> <laughs> no baby. nervous. No I, baby. I wrote this one. You know. You know. Okay, so Coco, do you want to read two voices, or do you just want to do monster, and I can do human? I, I think it's more fun when we both read. Okay. As much as I enjoy. Reading, trying to yeah. do multiple voices it in one. Take. It doesn't bother me. Like it is fun to do. I but I think it is more fun to listen to. Spoiler for the audience: I wrote it with them reading it in mind. Oh, oh boy! No. <laughs> oh boy! It's not that bad. Okay. I don't feel like we're getting to get roasted. No. It's. It, I was just mostly thinking about our last story and the the big dom mommy. So Ooh. I was like, you gotta does. add a dom element. I'm not uh, yeah. necessarily I, I good at it, but you know, y'all be the judge of that. I do love a big dom mommy. I know. That was hot. This is big dom daddy. Big dom whoops. Good. Good. Also good. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. All it's our fine. doms it's out. Good. This, this is fine. Is, I fine. dedicate this to all the doms out there. Ooh, all five of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> One's in this room. Oh well, I'm just getting... <laughs> wait. What five? Five. There are what? no doms to be found. <laughs> Jim is under the impression doms don't exist. I well, guess. well, prove me the fuck wrong. And there's a lot of people who <laughs> who say they're dom. Yeah, yeah. All right. I... Read my story, Dan. <laughs> Shut up and read my story. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Jacob weaved and Bob through chance of. Oh, come on and stay out a little longer as he attempted to exit the bar. Eventually, Jacob sheepishly said, sorry, gang, but I got to get to my ass to bed. With that, that's what I said last night. With that, all of his friends figured they were beat and wished him well. After one last wave to the group, Jacob left the bar with a little more sway than usual in his step. Jacob was sober enough to have his wits about him, but maybe slightly too tipsy to drive. 
Luckily for him, the walk to his apartment was 20 minutes tops if he cut through the park. This wasn't his first rodeo, so Jacob knew the path pretty well. Also, streetlights illuminated the majority of the park, so he wasn't worried too much about safety. Jacob whistled off-key to himself as he looked at the crumpled-up napkin in his hand. It was a number scrawled in black ink, written by a rather attractive man he met earlier in the evening. Jacob almost put himself in a tizzy, thinking about the boy's big, strong arms. Mm -hmm. Jacob was was quickly shaken from his daydream of biceps and muscles when he noticed the park was darker than usual. He looked around and he could almost swear the wooded area was thicker than usual. Jacob figured the darkness was playing tricks on him. He looked to his left and then to his right, wondering what happened to all the street lamps. I must be more drunk than I thought, he said out loud. Maybe I got turned around. Jacob thought it didn't matter much whether it was drunkenness or negligence on the part of the parks department. He felt confident he knew the way. He decided to just walk a little slower and be a little more cautious as he continued on. Jacob's boops. Boops? His boops. (laughs) His boops. His boops. Boop, boop, boop. They're called boops from now on. Uh, (laughs) Jacob's boots clip-clopped on the cobblestone under his feet as he went further into the park. He didn't realize just how nervous he was until he noticed the increasing tempo of his steps. Clip-clop, clip-clop, went his feet as they banged on the stone. (laughs) Do you like my horse reference? Yes, 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 I'm loving, I'm loving the clip-clop, motherfucker. (laughs) 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 There's a lot, actually. Sorry. No, I love it. <laughs> I don't take myself too seriously. No one should. No one should. I mean, I can take you seriously, but no one should take themselves. Yeah, seriously. yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> not, not, no one should take. <laughs> no one should take Joyce seriously. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> no, I. No. Oh, shit. But I was just making sure the audience. Knew. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. take Joyce seriously because we love her. Very. Jacob pulled out his cell phone, turning on the flashlight to better see the path. The tiny light of his cell phone did next to nothing, but gave him a little solace in the dark. Like a campsite ghost story, the wind began to emit a high-pitched whistle. Jacob was convinced that this was all in his head, and he chuckled at the foolishness of it all. Whistling wind. (laughs) What's next? Dancing skeletons? (laughs) He thought to himself. The noise of the wind may have been in his head, but the intensity was very real. Jacob's light jacket started to whip around in the wind. He could barely keep his eyes open. It was blowing so hard. Like a weather anchor in a hurricane, Jacob's steps became labored as he was fighting against the elements. What the fuck? Jacob shouted, his words muffled by the wind. Ooh, how can we do that in post? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh boy. Before he could ponder how such a wind was possible in a congested city, the napkin he'd been safeguarding flew from his palm. Oh shit, he muttered. Jacob instinctually chased after it. He wasn't going to let this freak storm ruin his chances of getting that good D. That's a capital D. That is capital D. D with a capital D. That good D. D. Jacob ran after the napkin in the dark. Instead of weaving around the... You got this. I believe in you. I'm still on page one. You're so good. You're so good at this. Instead of weaving around drunk acquaintances, he was now navigating his way through trees and brush. Jacob was about out of breath when he caught up to the napkin, which was now stuck in a thorn bush. He yanked his treasure from the shrub's grasp when he was hit with a nostalgic smell. For the dozenth time this night, Jacob was left dumbfounded. He sniffed the air wildly, attempting to put his finger on what he was smelling. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that Foley work over there. Yeah. I should get a job doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it finally clicked for Jacob, and he could almost swear he was smelling the citrus scent of a calamansi tree. Wild, I haven't smelled anything like that since we left home, he whispered. Jacob pondered if his drinking habits were maybe starting to wear on him as he stood there, confused in the darkness. Of course, he had more immediate concerns when he realized he was now somehow lost in the park. The lack of street lamps must be skewing his sense of direction, he determined. At this realization, Jacob once again pulled out his cell phone and attempted to use the GPS. Unfortunately, he couldn't get the app to open. He also noticed the lack of signal. Jacob's eyes started to well up with tears. This fun night out was beginning to become a nightmare, and he wondered if he'd ever get home. 
Almost as if on cue, Jacob heard the faint sound of laughter. His head whipped around to survey his surroundings. Of course, all he saw was blocks of blackness, with the occasional vague silhouette of a tree. <sighs> Who's there? I got a knife, Jacob shouted, attempting to sound threatening. In reality, he sounded more nervous than anything, and did not have any weapons to speak of. This was a fact he was all too aware of when he heard the familiar sound of boots on stone. Clip-clop. Clip-clop. <laughs> I love your read of it. Clip-clop. 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 Uh, it's, a, it's a sexy clip-clop. <laughs> hey, bitch, clip-clop. Hey, bitch. <laughs> By the sound of it, whoever was coming his way was a large individual. Oh, big daddy. Big capital D daddy coming. <laughs> Between the footsteps that now were crunching twigs and leaves, he heard the laugh again. This time, the faint chuckle was now a guffaw and much more distinct. Jacob's heart dropped to the pit of his stomach. Jacob nearly made himself dizzy, frantically looking around for the person approaching, when he saw something as big as a tree move in the woods. Frozen in place, Jacob looked again for another sign of it. To his dismay, he saw it again. Whatever it was, was tall and moved swiftly. Other than looking like an animated shadow, the only other descriptor Jacob could glean was a slight gold glimmer here and there in the growing moonlight. Jacob's whole body shook until he couldn't take it anymore, and he bolted into the woods. Jacob crum cr crumsily. Crumsily. <laughs> my crumbs. My crumbs. crumbs. Oh, oh no. God. <laughs> I dropped my crumbs. <laughs> you almost made me drop my croissant. Oh, my croissant. <laughs> Jacob clumsily ran, nearly tripping on every root and bush that came into his path. The whole time he knew something or someone was out there, keeping pace with him. The rapid rustle of trees and such made him ungodly aware that he'd soon come face to face with whatever was laughing so heartily in the woods. No longer watching where he was going, Jacob just kept running into the pitch black, praying at least a sliver of moonlight would show itself again. Then suddenly, his foot caught his... <laughs> His boot. His boot. His boot. My boot. My booty boot. His boot cut the root. His boot cut the root. His booted boot cut the root. Sorry to any Swedish listeners. Sorry. Love you. Suddenly, his foot caught a root, and he came down like a ton of bricks, face planting with an impressive thud into a mud puddle. A mess of mud and tears, Jacob quickly tried to clean the dirt from his eyes. Still struggling to clear his vision, to his horror, he heard the boisterous laugh mere inches from his face. Panicked, Jacob just started clawing at the dark until he caught something that felt like hair between his fingers. He attempted to step backwards, but his back was met with a wall of trees. Jacob could barely see through the gunk on his face that he was now holding what was appeared to be gold-colored thread. His gaze shot up to finally see what had been following him. What had been clip-clopping behind him. Clip-clopping away. <laughs> In front of Jacob stood what appeared to be a tall, gangly figure wearing a horse mask. The lower half of whomever stood before him seemed to have horse legs, which Jacob figured was also a costume. The figure must have known that the figure must have known what Jacob was thinking just by looking at him, because in that moment they said, Oh dear, this is very real. Jacob's whole body shuddered, hearing the deep coolness of this voice, the base of it like a thick blanket. You're a ditty little thing, aren't you? The figure said with a grin. Oh God, please don't hurt me. Jacob squeaked, his body trembling. Again, Jacob was forced to endure the intense laughter that rattled his body. Once the figure calmed their amusement, they spoke again. I'm not going to hurt you, unless you want me to. Jacob was uncertain, but could almost swear the creature winked at him. Still vibrating with fear, Jacob was having a hard time comprehending what was happening. It didn't help that he felt himself getting flush, in more ways than one. Let's make you a little more presentable, the figure said, reaching down to brush the mud from Jacob's face. He reflexively flinched a little, though the figure's touch was gentle, almost soothing. After cleaning Jacob off, the figure extended a hand to help Jacob up. He cautiously accepted the offer relieved when nothing happened other than him getting back to his feet. 
Even while standing, Jacob couldn't help but feel immense terror at the sight of this immeasurable tall entity. Again, as if peering into Jacob's mind, the figure said with a chuckle, I suppose the height difference might make this more difficult. You're kind of a short king. Suddenly, in a puff of smoke, the creature emerged with far... <laughs> Making me say short king. <laughs> short king! Short king! Suddenly, in a puff of smoke, the creature emerged with far different proportions. Now nearly eye to eye, the figure was far more human in stature, with limbs much more fleshed out. Arms not that dissimilar from those of the man he met hours ago at the bar. Jacob was flabbergasted that he could have such a thought in this moment. The figure spoke up again. You managed to pull three of my golden hairs. Aren't you lucky? The figure gestured toward Jacob's hand. Jacob looked down and realized what he was holding was three golden hairs, not thread. The figure continued. The more hairs, the better it will be. If you want it, you know, you're quite gorgeous. I'm sure even more so in the daylight. The velvet rumble of their voice brought a, brought a tingle to Jacob's body. This in turn resulted in a rather confusing mixture of sensations for him, his growing erection being the most perplexing of them. That's that's your new practice thing before we get started. You have to say that. His, his, oh, his growing erection is the, the most perplexing. Oh, I can't yeah. do it. His growing erection being the most perplexing of them. His growing erection being the most perplexing of them. That's a good one. That's a good yeah, practice Yeah, there's one. lots of uh, mm-hmm. uh, pulses. Plosives. Thank you. Yeah. Jacob once again looked the figure up and down. Somehow, despite the horse head and hooved feet, this entity was not unattractive to Jacob. These thoughts worried him, though he looked again at at the figure's arms. (laughs) They looked so strong and inviting. Jacob never wanted to be picked up so badly in his life, and he also couldn't deny the sexiness of that voice, nor could he deny his cock now pulsed from arousal. Jacob's head was reeling with all sorts of thoughts, which the figure interrupted with, I'd like to kiss you now. Bold. Bold, and I love it. But kind of consensual. Consensual. (laughs) I would like to kiss you now. Yeah. I need, to, go with the, like, I need to put that in my repertoire. I was trying to like make it like sexy and dominant, but also like consensual. Yeah. I was like really trying to figure out like I I really like the I'm going to kiss you now unless you stop me. <laughs> that's that's a very bold. Bold, bold, bold. Love it. Before Jacob could ask how that would work, the figure's horse face shifted into a much more appealing visage. As this new face came closer to his, Jacob let out a hush. Yes. I'd like that. Their lips danced around each other's mouths as tongues caressed one another. The big hands of the figure gripped Jacob in ways he very much appreciated. The figure... <laughs> just the, I'm just... The horse mouth is all I'm like... No, it changed into a human I know, face. but I just keep picking <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> I was like, how the fuck... That's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> how do you make out with a horse? Yeah. <laughs> Questions you should never have to ask yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, why? Why would you make out with a horse? <laughs> The figure starred a string of passionate kisses down Jacob's neck while giving his tiny love handles a squeeze. This conjured a slight sigh of pleasure from Jacob. A firm grip is just something he couldn't resist. With this, Jacob quickly shimmied out of his jacket. After doing so, he struggled trying to take off his white tee. Let me. The figure whispered. The figure leisurely slipped the shirt over Jacob's head, making Jacob very impatient and desperate to keep kissing. Now, both of their bare chests shifted and rubbed against each other as their mouths did the same. The silk of the figure's skin was intoxicating to Jacob. Everything was making Jacob so lightheaded that he finally had to take a moment to catch his breath, his breathing slow and heavy, both of them practically panting. Jacob's eyes darted about the body of his new lover, taking in every part of them. This is when his eyes spotted the sizable girth between his, this figure's legs. The enormous swelling cock the tip of which glistened in the returning moonlight. Jacob began to descend to his knees when the figure stopped him. Not yet. You get three, remember? Let's focus on you for now. The figure reached for the button of Jacob's jeans, looking to him for affirmation. Trying not to look too eager, Jacob gave a subtle nod. <laughs> I like that. He's he's like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. yeah, 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 sure, yeah, why not? Yeah, 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 sure. And his new lover undid his pants. They slipped down his jeans and then tugged at the waist of his jockstrap. As Jacob's undergarments slid down, springing forth was an erection with a damp, sticky tip. (laughs) Got some of that pre on there. Got that pre. 
I feel like somewhere along the way I can make a salt lick joke, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. He starts calling him his little sugar cube. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Did you think about that? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, moving good. The figure ran his tongue up the length of Jacob's shaft and gave the tip a deep kiss that rotated around the head. Jacob let out a gasp of pleasure. Again, the figure deeply... I feel like maybe I should have kept the uh, the uh, uh, hard seltzer until the movie time because I'm like getting a little like, what the fuck's happening? The deep, the deep t- tip, the tip of the deep dick. Dip this dick tip. Again, the figure deeply kissed the tip of Jacob's dick. One of the figure's hands began sliding up one of Jacob's thighs as they went in for another taste. Noticing the coating of pre-cum on Jacob's pulsing girth, the creature licked at it before taking half the length in their mouth. Jacob was on his tiptoes at this point. Sweet. The figure saw, oh, we did! We got to the sugar cube! Got a little bit there. Not quite sugar cube, but yeah. The figure said as their fingers began massaging Jacob's asshole. Jacob's cock felt hard as a rock as it jerked around the, in the figure's mouth. Jacob may not have been able to see it through the stars in his eyes, but he could feel the figure was giving his whole length a paste sucking. At the same, he felt the figure's fingers slowly burrowing into his asshole. The rhythm of the sucking and the fingers in his insides was becoming increasingly too much to bear. Jacob was not even going to question how the fingers were doing what they were doing, pushing on his prostate in such a way that made his whole body shake. He was barely able to hold himself up when finally he washed over with the sensation of a full body orgasm. Uh, uh, hold on. I'm trying to let me let me channel. Full body. Full body, full body prostate oh, orgasm. Prostate or which I don't have. But let me kind of like get in the headspace. Uh, <laughs> too much? No, it's, no, it's no, fine. It's You're good. good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking like <laughs> Orgasm from the butt. I'm trying to think like, ooh, like guttural, right? Guttural. Full whole bu- but I- <laughs> What was that? <laughs> oh. I made a really good face for Jim on that one. <laughs> Did the like one eye close. <laughs> I was like fluttering. Okay. All right. Jacob gasped as streams of cum burst forth from his erection. This didn't seem to affect the figure's sucking. If anything, he felt it increase, as if the creature was trying to suck him dry. After regaining his composure, Jacob looked down again at the figure's glorious member. The figure grinned and said, (laughs) (laughs) I made the mistake of immediately making eye contact. Lick it. <laughs> that was on you. You kept the eye contact. No, I know. I know. I was just trying to make it awkward for you, but it backfired. Back, back Jacob gladly obliged and went to his knees. He felt a hand grab his hair, pulling on it to guide his head up the figure's shaft. Jacob was in heaven, tongue gliding up his new lover's cock. God, he thought, this thing seems to go on for miles. <laughs> What if it did? He's just like, we're still licking. He was like, like, he's just like walking. What's happening? (laughs) Just walking. Making my way downtown. (laughs) Licking, cock. (laughs) (sighs) Finally reaching the tip, Jacob felt a smear of pre-cum on his lips and chin. He was too preoccupied to see the smile across the figure's face. Jacob felt another tug on his hair, signaling for him to rise. Back on his feet, Jacob opened his eyes again to bask in the glory of that figure's dick. To his surprise, the thing was magically coated in some sort of lubricant. Before he could ask how, the figure spoke up again. Ready for more? Jacob managed to pant out a yes. Despite feeling a little more than spent, Jacob didn't want the pleasure to end. Put your arms around my neck, the figure instructed. Jacob swung his arms around to hold on as the figure easily lifted him off the ground by his haunches, thrusting him backwards. Now pinned against a tree, Jacob was left a little breathless in the best way possible. He could feel the gentle swell of his cock again. With Jacob against the tree, the figure positioned themselves under him, with their bulging head meeting his anus. Slowly, the figure lowered Jacob's body onto their length. 
Jacob whimpered as he felt the cock parting his ass cheeks as it started to dig into him. You're so cute. You want it? The figure said in a mildly mocking tone. Jacob could barely shake his head, but managed an affirmative nod. With this, the figure's cock bore deeper in. The more length Jacob took in, the greater his own cock grew. By the time he felt the head push on his prostate, Jacob's swollen erection pulsed once more. <sighs> Jacob uttered as the figure began an unhurried thrust. Jacob could feel all the ridges of the girth as it glided back and forth inside him. He bobbed up and down on the cock, back scraping against the tree as the figure continued their gentle penetration. Jacob was far too lost in heaven to be bothered by the harsh texture of the tree's bark. All he could really focus on was the sensations in his asshole and the approaching orgasm. The figure came in for a kiss with their silky lips. Their silky horse lips. (laughs) 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 It was slow but passionate. Jacob ran his hands through the figure's hair while he felt their big hands squeeze a little tighter on his ass. The figure's tongue went deeper into his mouth, much like the cock that filled him to the brim. Jacob couldn't hold it in anymore and uttered sounds of pleasure muffled by his new lover's mouth covering his. Streams of cum spewed from his bouncing cock, splashing both of their bellies. The figure seemed to take this as a signal and began to increase the pace of their thrusts. Cum profusely poured from Jacob's tip. He would have been concerned if it didn't feel so damn good. Eventually, the immense pounding was sending ripples through Jacob's flesh, his ass slamming against the figure's pelvis now. Jacob was amazed at his ability to take the whole length. Where was it all going, he wondered. Sweat began to stream down the tips of Jacob's hair as the fucking continued. Jacob managed to sneak a peek again at the figure's arms, muscles bulging as they held his dangling legs. Mm-hmm. I know my audience. <laughs> Daddy. Okay. Then his gaze followed the broad shoulders past the collarbone and up to his face that had an unbearably sexy smile on it. Based on the look on the figure's face, Jacob felt like his lover was quite proud of themselves. At this, the figure whispered, Number three? Jacob looked puzzled when suddenly he became hyper-aware of the rhythmic banging of his prostate. God, he breathed. You're so thick. Maybe he was imagining it, but it seemed like the figure's dick inside him was starting to swell. Jacob's body tingled as the growing width stretched him wider. Jacob jostled helplessly as the figure continued pounding into him. The figure started kissing up the slope of his neck, nipping a little here and there at his flesh with their teeth. Nice little horse nips. His giant horse teeth. He has a human face, okay? (laughs) I changed it. It's not a horse. (laughs) Wait, does he still have horse legs or not? No, he still has horse legs. Does he have a horse cock? Well, Wink. I mean, we're, so far it leaving. feels like, yeah. We're leaving it's a, it. It's a big, it's a big old wiener. We're so. leaving it up to the listener's interpretation. <laughs> yeah, now it's just giant muscly pan is what I'm imagining. I yeah. Jacob felt their breath on him between kisses and their face grew flush. Then the figure bit the lobes of his ear, giving it a little tug. Jacob couldn't even with everything his lover was doing to him. Come for me. The figure whispered into Jacob's ear. Hell, I I don't think I can, Jacob thought to himself after taking in these words. He embraced the figure tighter, his head rested on their shoulders. Jacob couldn't help it, but his moaning grew louder and louder as the thrusting continued. The warmth of his insides, the sensation of the figure's skin, and the fact they were fucking rough in the woods, Jacob figured this was the hottest sex he'd ever had. Eventually, the two of them were moaning and grunting in unison. The figure's sounds were much lower and softer than those of Jacob's. Come, the figure commanded again. With these words, Jacob did in fact feel something building up in him again. His wagging cock began to become rigid and firm once more. The tip sparkled with a coating of cum. Jacob's body began to quiver as tingles shot up his spine. His body reflexively started to clench. Most notable, his insides clung to the fat cock inside him. Good. The figure cooed. Another orgasm slowly rose in Jacob until that all-too-familiar high hit again. Uh, 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 I'm coming. He stuttered out into the pleasure of the figure, 
Suddenly, the figure let out a loud, guttural moan, and Jacob's insides were awash with a new, warm feeling. Jacob could feel as the warm liquid filled what space was left in his asshole, some even trickling out of his anus as the cock continued going back and forth. Jacob's focus on the sensation was broken when his climax met its breaking point with a loud, Ah! His erection release. It was good. It was good. I felt the semen come out when you said it. (laughs) (laughs) His erection released a gush of semen that nearly painted the whole of both lovers' torsos. Once he could think straight again, Jacob felt the thrust return to a leisurely, almost non-existent pace. He felt so relaxed. He was like a rag doll in the figure's arms. Their bodies gently caressed one another as Jacob slowly moved up and down the spent length. The figure broke the silence with, Are you satisfied? Or are you feeling greedy? Jacob, with head thrown back, was speechless and struggling to catch his breath. The figure slowly slid Jacob off their cock, and Jacob let out another moan once it released. The figure gently laid the spent human on the ground, reveling in the glaze of sweat and cum covering his body. Jacob didn't care where he was. He was too tired to question or request a more comfortable place, and was quickly drifting off to sleep. Before giving in to rest, Jacob heard one more of that now all-too-familiar laugh. He wanted to open his eyes, but he just couldn't. So off to sleep he went, lathered in all the juices of what just occurred. A shower will just have to wait. The end. I am so excited about like the 11 a.m. Like someone just like (laughs) screaming as they walk around the corner and see this person with his pants down, just covered in cum. I I considered writing that bit, but I was like, this is already too long. I was just like, no, but I thought that would be very funny. I love it. But uh, I love it very much. Yeah. That was great. That was really fucking good. Thanks. Thanks. I tried my best. Paint you a a word word picture. You painted painted my walls with so much. Hey. Hey. (laughs) It was beautiful. Thanks. Thanks. Well, Joyce. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's the big cock again. It's big. You wrote it and you still thought about it. It's too big. But this is a shapeshifter. Maybe they can change their dick. That's true. They could. Your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe you could look at it and be like, ah, yeah, and they'd be like, all right, yeah. I kind of like, yeah. I I did. I wanted to try to balance. Like, I don't want people to have to change for anyone else, but also like the tick belong is like humongous. It's like Slender Man. There's no way like logistically you're gonna be able to fuck. Yeah. So I wanted the tick belong be like, oh, you got my magic hair. I guess I'll turn into what you think is good and. To a muscly boy, yeah, big old ween. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, unless mm-hmm. unless they change the size of the ween, probably not. And definitely, I think I would say the horse stuff in the beginning before they transform. <laughs> I'm probably too scared. Might mm-hmm. put you off. Might put you off a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I'd be like, no, no, thanks. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Me, uh, if if the horse stick looks like a horse stick, no, because yeah, I I find that. I'm not yucking anybody's yums, just me personally. I but think it's like, okay to yuck that yum because I can't people, be... Yeah, but people aren't actually fucking horses. Yeah, they just I have know. horse dick dildos. Just dildos, you know? yeah, because it's just ridiculous and big and fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah not yucking the yum of wanting weird yes. dicks to fuck at home. Yucking the yum of any form of bestiality. Right, obviously. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coco? Um, if it looked like a, but yeah, but if it looked like a, like a, a human type dick, of course. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, Hey, if this horse creature came up to me, no, but if it turned into a beautiful boy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Obviously. So it's kind of like, well, if anything turned into a beautiful boy, I'd fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Your toaster. She's like, well, hello. Well, hello there. <laughs> That's, I think all cryptids should turn into beautiful boys. That's all I'm saying. Uh, a all lot right of them that. can. Yeah. If you want. Yeah. If you want it. Time to fuckable. Yeah. Time to fuckable. TTF. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd fuck yeah. Sure. All right. I had a good old time. And I hope you did too. Thanks for listening. You can find us on socials. Uh, you can find us at Love at First Sighting on Instagram. You can find us as Laughs Pod. That's L A F S P O D on Twitter. 
We are Love at First Sighting on Reddit. We also have a YouTube. And we discovered we have a Tumblr we forgot about. Whoops. Yep. I made it and then spaced it. Uh, yeah. So that's Love at First Sighting. Um, and I will start checking on that from now on. Yes. We're going to be more diligent about reading our messages, too. Another thing I guess we should apologize for. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and apologize for that. Hopefully, I will fix this before this episode airs. But there is somebody on Reddit who's been asking me questions, and I've been just so, so tired with my night job that I haven't. I know. This is the problem with having too many socials. Yeah. I'm just so, I'm so tired. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I will get, I will get to that and I will, I will get it done. Incredible. promise you. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash laughspod. Uh, be like Nobelis Reed, Hardcore Kindness, and we have a new, you said? I, I can't. So I, I don't know. I don't think I can get to Patreon on my phone, but I don't remember if it is a shout out tier or not. Mm. I don't think it is. I think it's just a they love us. Thank you. Well, you know what? Um, thank, thank you all the same. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. And, you know, consider this your shout out. One freebie. Yeah, um, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Alex. We really appreciate the support. At any level, like anyone else out there that's maybe considering, you know, being a Patreon person has a little bit of a little bit of extra money lying around. We really appreciate it. But also, word of mouth is great. Listening to the show is enough. Like we love you. It's great. Also, wow. we got a booty pick of the month club. So if you're interested in that, you can see us. We'll find some fun, fun stuff to wear. I guess for that. Yeah, I'm just dying to. The- Buy some dolphin shorts. I really am absolutely dying to buy some spooky booty shorts from an artist that I really love. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you become a Patreon yeah. of the Booty of the Month Club, we'll mm-hmm. get to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of booty shorts. <laughs> I'm not surprised by this. I feel like, this. yes, yes, this tracks yeah. uh, out of the three of us. Mm-hmm. There's one person that has booty shorts. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah. It's you. We also have other uh, lower tiered um patreon tiers that yep. get content um yeah later today we're gonna be working on some yep we got a yeah we got a movie review stuff. we're working on for patreon so that's for our content tier and we also yeah. have the shout out tier and then we have the you just love us and we love you back 100 yeah. percent. big kisses tier. yeah we are gonna do a uh audio commentary for a film yeah yeah um, and i'm planning on not being sober we'll see how it goes yeah <laughs> i'm already a little tipsy could right. take a lot so here uh, we go. yeah let's Rock close this then one last thing. We have a website. You probably know about it, but it's laughspod.com. That's L-A-F-S-P-O-D.com. The most important thing is the cryptid cupid submission form. Yes. If you are a budding author and you would like your work read on our show, send it our way. If you see something online, make sure we can contact the author. Send it our way. We yeah. love it. If it's behind a paywall, just let us know and we'll contact them and we'll pay for it and we'll Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. Rowdy. And I, I will say lastly, if you want to write a story for us, which we would love to read, we ask that that, you know, this is a public show that we are trying to be very, very like kink friendly. Um, but that does involve like consent talk and BDSM scenes and things mm-hmm. like that. It doesn't have to be really detailed, but just giving some kind of uh, discussion around consent is very important. Um, it, it, like we've talked about our scenes having just like, would you like me to kiss you now? I yeah. mean, just anything to kind of soften the blow. Cool. I think, is that all the things? I think so. All righty. Well, watch Shadow Sweeties. Stay horny, babes. Tag a whacker. Tally Oh, I usually have something fun. I got nothing. Stay hungry for that horse dick, babes. <laughs> Sweet salt lick. But <laughs> horse, horse man dick. Not I really not felt horse. Com- oh yeah, oh yeah. Ooh, let's just cut it. <laughs> <laughs>